When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. Reports are showing that about 27% of first crop hay is cut in the state of Wisconsin. That's a little bit further along than the normal average. So what does that mean for current hay markets and where are hay markets going from here? I was able to talk with Richard Halupka, Crops and Soil Senior Outreach Specialist with UW Extension through Clark County, about his hay market report for Wisconsin and the Midwest and see where things are going as haying season progresses in Wisconsin. Currently, the story's been pretty much the same for the last uh, year or a little bit longer. It's, it's, the market's been pretty much steady. There is a demand always for that top quality, you know, greater than 151 relative feed value, uh, good alfalfa hay. Uh, for dairy operations, you know, that's usually the one that kind of drives that market. But overall, the market's been fairly steady. Uh, we're running, you know, that, you know, around $200 a ton, you know, for that good quality hay. And we take a step down, you know, under under that 150, we're about that 175 range, which is still probably some pretty good hay for, you know, to supply a dairy herd with, you know, some good nutrition to produce milk and maintain weight. Now, coming out of this last winter, have you seen that the hay supply has still kind of been there, or did supplies get really short as we got into spring, as we're getting closer to first crop? The one thing that I saw this year, while the dairy quality was a tough one, it was always seemed to be a little tight, that top quality, you know, that 150-plus relative feed value. But what we're starting to see as we get into this market a little later in the year is we're seeing a greater spread in that uh, price range. You know, uh, I'm using the example, you know, relative feed value uh, was about $200 a ton here, $215 a ton on those large square bales for that top quality alfalfa. But the range is now about 100 to $280 a ton. So we're getting a wider range, you know, coming from those auction sites where, you know, probably back in January, February, that market was just a little bit tighter, you know, that range of prices. So that's one thing that I have noticed. Uh, the other thing that I've noticed is when you get down into some of that lower quality, you know, that heifer hay, uh, that grinding uh, beef cattle hay or hay going into the feedlots, that market is dropping below that $100 range right now. And, again, this is all based on alfalfa you know, hay, it's not considering uh, grasses and that. So those markets are usually a few dollars under where the alfalfa market is. But we're seeing, you know, we're seeing some of those lower quality hays dropping, you know, under that $100 a ton and uh, that range up to about 150 probably on some of those lower quality hays. So being that you are able to kind of monitor some other markets in the Midwest and other states besides Wisconsin, what have you been seeing going on outside of the state, and how is that affecting what's going on inside Wisconsin? Well, Wisconsin, uh, the the thing that a lot of those Midwestern auctions really promote is that, uh, and it's interesting because I read their comments, and a lot of the comments are uh, the majority of the hay is, you know, that top-quality hay is leaving the state. You know, that's what they're always saying. So it's probably going into dairy facilities, you know, 
in another state. And uh, the local hay is going into feedlots, that grinding hay and that type of thing is going into feedlots. Uh, the other interesting thing is, you know, there's still that demand. There's a large demand for that small, uh, I, I hate to use the word hobby farm, but that small, you know, horse, goat, sheep farm that want those small square bales. And you're always paying a premium when you look at those type of hays. That's why I generally don't always look at that small square bale as a general term. Uh, but that prices remain very strong, you know, over the year and strong today and on that small package hay. So you look at the dairy facilities in general, they're probably looking at the large square bales. And while those prices are steady, it is showing, you know, a little bit of weakness. Uh, some areas, a couple states have some fear of drought. And the other thing we had this spring is uh, in a couple of the Midwestern states, they got hit with weevils. So guys were, you know, bringing the hay bangs out a couple weeks early, uh, taking a little yield hit, but rather than spray for weevils and then have to wait 14 days and lose quality, they took the quality. So might have gave up a little bit of yield, but they took the quality, you know, rather than wait, you know, and spray and then uh, take a chance the weather turns bad on them and they can't, you know, get that good quality hay put in a package. So we see that about 27% of first crop in Wisconsin has now been cut. What are you hearing as far as reports from producers? What is first crop looking like? Um, are they able to get it up dry? Are they making it in a haylage? What are things, how are things going? Well, here in Wisconsin, you know, uh, I'm doing the peak sticks, uh, and I'm in central Wisconsin. The northern, north central Wisconsin probably is a better way to say it, and uh you know, we're still at about 200 relative feed value, about 25 inches. Most of the fields that I've been in have looked okay as far as yield goes. Uh, the biggest challenge, you know, we're facing is we had some cold weather. Uh, but as I move south here in Clark County in the central part of the state, I'm seeing uh, the hay binds have rolled out here on Monday, Tuesday, and a lot of hay is coming down. And most of that will be going into a bunker or a silo uh, for haylage. Uh, you get in some of the western states, you know, that I that I pulled data from. Uh, a lot of that is they're trying to make those big squares or rounds, uh, and they want dry hay to market that, you know, put it on a semi and move it someplace. So that's a lot of the difference here in Wisconsin. I don't know. I would say the majority of that, if 27% of the hay has already, you know, been made, it's probably gone into a bunker or silo. Looking at the weather and how things have been going, you said with dealing with the cold weather, what is the projection, I guess, for this year's hay production in Wisconsin overall? Are things looking pretty good, or are we going to be a little behind? You know, that's that uh, $10 question. Uh, we had frost early. We had frost late. We had open weather there in April and some frost nips, which kind of you know slowed things down. I know the eastern lakefront areas, those counties were short uh, going into last fall and winter. I've heard remarks from those areas that they're still a little short. Here in central Wisconsin, you know, I can say one thing. Uh, I can kind of tell where the hay market is going locally by uh, driving around the countryside and seeing how many round bales are on the fence lines. And last year, the fence lines started filling up again. So, you know, there's a supply of hay out here. I can say that. I have not heard of any really deficiencies in the central part of the state. You know, across the rest of the state, current 
yields. Uh, if I had to do a guesstimation, I, I would say our yields are looking to be average, you know, this year right now on this first cutting. Uh, but if we get some good weather, we could pick up some more yield, you know, in the, in the following cuttings after this first cutting has been, you know, put into storage. With that projection of maybe being an average yield and seeing that little bit of extra supply out there, what does that mean for hay prices in the hay market looking forward? You know, that's, again, that's that crystal ball thing again, and it's always tough. My crystal ball doesn't always work. I've rubbed it and rubbed it, and it's getting a hole war in it, I think, and it doesn't really give me an answer. Uh, if I had to just say right now today where we're standing, um, I think prices, you know, that top quality alfalfa is probably going to remain in that kind of that steady prices. I mean, I think you're looking at a dollar to a dollar and a quarter per, per point of relative feed value on, you know, good quality hay. When you get into those lower quality hays, I think it's going to drop below that dollar because, you know, there's going to be a large amount of that hay probably out there. Uh, guys are going to maybe delay harvest here, especially in Wisconsin when we look at making uh, packaged hay, dry hay versus haylage. It's just really hard this early in June to string together three, four days of nice weather. Uh, you might have to delay. I mean, we do get it at times, but it's not a normal occurrence early in June. Looking ahead, for people that need to buy hay, what would you suggest as maybe some good buying habits to get into? Are are people are you recommending that maybe people start buying stuff right off the field? Should they wait till fall? What's the best way to secure some hay without breaking the bank to feed the livestock? I know I've gotten a lot of calls. I received a lot of calls this spring. I know Kevin Jerick's got a uh, outline on buying standing hay that's Posted on the extension uh, webpage uh, that's available if people would like to review that. If I had to recommend to, to people, it depends, you know, if I've got storage and storage is available and I know I'm going to need to uh, acquire some forages, it would probably be a good idea to, you know, check with some neighbors. Uh, got a lot of people this year telling me that, hey, we've got extra feed. Uh, or we sold our cows here in April and May. Uh, we're going to retire, but we've got, you know, 100 acres of hay out here, and it looks like it's going to be good quality. Try to make some of these connections early. It might be a better buy today and put it into storage. Yes, once you go into storage, you're going to have a little bit of loss, whether you're buying it standing or by the ton, because you have that uh, storage losses that you're going to have to uh, absorb, you know, to add on that price. But it might be easier, you know, to find that feed now and work out some payment arrangements or something else with these uh, farmers. And uh, it might be a better option now than waiting. Uh, you know, we get a bad stretch of weather or it becomes dry. Well, then that price could uh, accelerate upwards, you know, and then it costs you more after a while. You know, the, the one thing I always say, you know, there's four things. When you go into a, a business arrangement with a neighbor or uh, somebody buying forages, there's, there's about four things everybody has to uh, sit down and take a look at. First off, you know, I'm not here to set prices. Uh, the two parties need to establish a price, and that's very important. The next step is they, they probably both need to establish what they determine or think the yield will be on that field. You know, are they going to buy the, the hay for the whole season? Are they just going to buy one crop at a time? That's the things they have to agree on prior to making that arrangement. The next thing is, you know, who's doing the harvesting? You know, that cost needs to be, you know, taken off of that price if the buyer is going to do all the harvest operations. 
you know, you have to agree on a price for harvesting that crop. So at the end, while I don't want to set prices, I do, you know, encourage people if they have questions, how do I price forages? You know, your local extension agent is a good source. There are papers out there on on current prices. The Hay Market Report gives us kind of a, a market price, you know, where it's at today. But then you have to also take into account, you know, once if we're selling standing hay, there are going to be some storage losses involved. You know, a ton going into storage is not going to be a ton coming out. We're going to have a little bit of fermentation loss, that type of thing, that, you know, might be a consideration. So there's a lot of things uh, that get involved here. And, you know, just take a few moments, uh, ask some questions, and then, you know, make sure both parties agree on the terms. And if you don't want to, if you want to avoid a confrontation or an argument in the end, write down all those things is be some good advice that I would give. That again was Richard Halupka with UW Extension. So whether you're a hay producer or you're buying hay, paying attention to the hay market is very important. And as he said, plan ahead, make connections with others to purchase hay or get your hay sold. Things are going well so far in Wisconsin, and hopefully that continues as we progress through the summer and through hay season. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Aaron Zimmerman.